When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go. It's the Copyright Podcast. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Copyright Podcast. It's Mick and it's Christian once again. How are we doing, lad? Yeah, good. Friday, so can't complain. Another week again. Just over, like in a bang. <laughs> I know, goes goes like nothing, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and there's only a week until I'm probably I'll be sitting next to you instead of sitting digitally with you. So, yeah, you'll be you'll be here. So we'll do we'll try and do well. We'll do a show. I don't know what can't can't even think what game. Oh, it's Southampton, isn't it? Of course. So we'll be doing like yeah. a Southampton preview, uh, which would be which would be a laugh. But uh, we're live on a. We'll have on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter as well today. So if you're out, I don't actually think I can see if there's anyone watching on Twitter at the minute. But if, if you're out on Twitter watching, then if you fancy jumping over to us on YouTube or Facebook, whatever you prefer, then and get in the comments, then please do because it would be uh, nice. Uh, Aiden's in. Nice one, Aiden. Yeah, I, I told Aiden the wrong time. I was like, yeah, Klopp's <laughs> press conference is at half one, so uh, one o'clock. So we'll do it about quarter past one. And then I was like, just on YouTube randomly and saw Klopp, Klopp live, and I was like, wait there, what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> uh, but Paul says, afternoon, um, looking forward to thumping Spurs this weekend. Ah, I hope so. I'm really, I'm quite nervous about it, to be honest. But um, yeah, let's just jump into the, because obviously press um, Klopp's press conference has just, just happened uh, the last, what, hour? Um, last half an hour, ha- hour, something like that, so... Um, just in terms of injury updates, so he said on Henderson that he's now available, which is which is good. Uh, yeah. Milner isn't due to the concussion rules; they have to miss one game after they get concussed, which you can understand. Um, but yeah, any other any other quotes that you thought were interesting? I, I thought there was a few, like based on like when he was talking about <coughs> how we've been in. Um, recent weeks and stuff like that. I just thought some of the quotes that he was saying were just like, just really honest. And, and I thought that was good. Like when he was talking about Fabinho, he was like, um, the game, like the Napoli game, was a clear sign of how we know Fabinho is. He played a good game, defended all positions, um, and it felt good for him and, and important for him. Um, and then just on our like general um, play, um, yeah, I'm based on like going into the Spurs game. He said, "What I, I I never say once I thought before going to Tottenham. Now is a good time to face Tottenham. It'll be a tough game, but that's all we want. It's like a CL game in the a CL game. It's a Champions League game in the Premier League, and that's how we'll approach it." Yeah, I'm just reading from um, Paul Ghost's Twitter feed. Yeah, that's why I said CL. Apologies, um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought he was quite honest, just on like how we 
how we've played. Like he was mentioning, like changing formations, and he was like, "Well, we needed to like kind of give everyone like a new, a new game book, like how we're how we're going to set up in this position, how we need to defend." Because everyone's like we've said before, everyone's used to four, uh, everyone's been used to four three three because that's how we played, and we even us we knew what was what Liverpool were going to do. We just got so good at it, and injuries have made us kind of have to change that. And it's I suppose it's hard to get everyone back onto the same the same level of the playing field that we were at in a different um, system, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I like that he's being honest. You know, it kind of makes us supporters understand more how he thinks, you know, how the players might think, you know, how they are going through a tougher period of time together. And after the Napoli game, coming out of a positive, uh, with a positive feeling and hopefully, you know, build on that. And I think, you know, the, the quotes about... Fabinho, that he had a better game, that he looks better. Uh, you know, hopefully we can just build on that because we need him back on a certain level and obviously, you know, hitting the form and become hopefully world class again. Um, but, you know, we have to see the positives and things. And I think if we play in 4 3 3 against Tottenham, you know, we're going back to our, you know, uh, standard formation, if you like. Uh, if we look at the Napoli game and how we played, if we can play the same, um, obviously now with Milner out because he did a Good job, uh, but I'm thinking Henderson is back as well. But I, I was also pleased with what he said about Darwin Nunez, you know, being a threat in the finishing situations uh, and always causing troubles for the opposition. So I think, you know, being honest and telling how things are and how they are together to try to solve this and actually go to Spurs away now to get a good result, uh, that's that's all focus on that. Um, so I'm, I'm just looking forward to the game. And obviously it's a tough game, but they have a few... Uh, major injuries and players out. Um, you know, you can't say they won't be good anyway because they are a very uh, tactical and structured team uh, under Conte. But uh, I'm thinking, you know, we got a chance if, you know, Son is out. And I think Kulusevski is also out. I'm not sure, but I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And Richarlison as well, apparently. So, so we, you know, they, they still have threats, but not the same kind of threats. And yeah, we have- yeah. Back and we bounce off a good performance from Napoli. So I'm really looking forward to this, and I like it. It's a Sunday game as well. We get an extra, extra day just to you know see all the results and an extra time to a bit of light training or even you know uh, some some rest as well. So yeah, this is a good time to go there and actually get a good result. Yeah, um, I think like I said, I think we're last to play, so we we get to see everyone and see what <laughs> happens, and then hopefully. <laughs> Get three points. That's that's what we want. But uh, Aiden says, uh, running around as they're getting my shopping to be back for twelve. <laughs> oh, nice one. Appreciate the. Uh, didn't have to do that for us, but we appreciate it. Uh, Mark's in as well. Says afternoon, lads. Nice one, Mark. Uh, Aiden says it's good to go. We can go back to four three three, but now we have other formations, which is good for us and the other teams. Need to try and work us out. Uh, and Fabinho looked better the other night. I'm good to see Canate back. And Liz says good morning, good people. Nice one, Liz, for jumping in. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fabinho, just just on Fabinho, like, slightly now we touched on it yesterday, like, he did look better, but I think the levels that he was, he's been putting in, and even when, even when Klopp got asked the question, like, Fabinho, the journalist was like, Fabinho's not been on the same level, and he wasn't like, he, he kind of just nodded along, like, yeah, we know. Uh, yeah, that's but the like, thing. Just, just for him to put tackles in, and I just, and I mean, it's going to be, I think it might be hard for him to get back to the level um, just in the in, in our current situation where we don't know what Liverpool's going to turn up game to game. 
But I think it, there was positive signs, weren't they? So hopefully he can, yeah, just just start to just put a foot in and that, and just just kind of maybe just I think it's one of those that just get your foot in, see what happens. If 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 that maybe sometimes just something little like a, 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 a few good tackles in a row can just kind of spark you in in the in the in the right way. And I think he's the type of guy that takes a bit of energy from that, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, a few good tackles uh, and a few good, you know, winning the ball and pass it, you know, to someone else. Just, you know, used to get the rhythm of his uh, own uh, game actually going. But I think what Klopp said as well in the press conference was that, you know, we, we've been uh, defending uh, really bad as a collective, as a team. It's not just only, well, we know Fabinho has been out of form, but it's not only, you know, players that hasn't been in, at the same level as we are used to see them it's actually more of a collect, collective thing as well we you know we had many players not reaching the levels that we are used to so but he, he said it you know we've been defending bad as a team and if they can start actually defending as a team and attacking as a team you know I, i'm not concerned then because i think Klopp will you know even if we had a good result against napoli we played well we go spurs away yes we don't know what kind of you know performance Liverpool will put in because at the moment we're up and down all the time and we have been this season but I'm still very confident in you know let just Klopp do his thing and hopefully we saw signs of Fabinho getting a little bit better we have players coming back we have players that can just keep on playing to get the rhythm and I think that's the thing you just have to keep on working there's not there's no other way to do it because you will still play the games you can't you can't change the games or reschedule anything, you know, uh, yourself. So you just have to focus on each and every game and do it the best you can. And hopefully as a collective, we will come through it and get better and better. And that's the thing. And I, I guess, you know, our supporters just need to stand behind and actually just be supportive in this case and, and realise, we yes, we have had a period of bad times, but at some point it will change. And when we actually go and we get the rhythm it will be fine because we got all the good players for it. And if we can add some, you know, really quality in January or even come summer, this team will still have uh, a lot of levels to go. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm just looking forward to hopefully click and get the rhythm going again. That's 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 my aim, you know, as a supporter, yeah. just to to just wait and go. Yeah, and I think it's just that we need to have. I think patience is key with this Liverpool sides because, like I said, we don't know what what side's going to turn up. We can beat City and West Ham, and then. Lose to Forest and, and Leeds and and Klopp said something today on on the Leeds like he said he was mentioning like beating City and whatever and then Leeds and he said um, I've never felt worse and no chance have I ever felt worse and I was just like yeah and I think that was kind of like I said it was like a dagger to the heart and it because I I was in the ground and it was just kind of like last minute winner and. You're not playing well. You draw and you can't. It's the ball's not going in the back of net for you. We've we've got an equaliser, but it doesn't look like we're going to get a second. And then they go to the end and score. And it's just like, yeah, in a in a silver lining type way. Hopefully that that was the that was the kick up the arse we needed. And like you said, like just being collectively good as like a defensive unit. I think we saw that in the Napoli game. And Klopp got asked a few things there about. Um, I think one of the journalists said, "Oh, like the, the Napoli game was a dead rubber," and Klopp was like, "No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. He thought it wasn't a dead rubber because of the the way the um, the game was played. It was played at a high level. Both teams wanted to win. Uh, you could see when Napoli got their goal that was um, ruled out that they they were re- the guy who was celebrating. He was absolutely ecstatic, and so were the rest of the players. So they wanted to win. They wanted to make a statement at Anfield. So the fact that we did beat them, we've just got to take a bit of." positivity from that and like like Ravi says in the comments we need a positive 
win. And I think when you look at the table, um, like we, it's I think it might be a well. I, I'm pretty sure it's a it's a must win. I mean, it's one of those that we've even like. I think the last. I'll just get the results up. Um, from the like last. This is from the last ten years. So there's quite a bit there. But like, if you look at the last two, like drew uh, Anfield one one, and we drew two two at their place in December 2021, uh, where Kane should have got sent off and uh, Jota should have got a pen. Uh, but we don't we don't linger on those things. Uh, but apart from that, like there's only the last ten years we've only we've only lost two to Spurs, and they were both at their place. Um, 2012 and obviously 2017, where Lovren got taken off after like 30 minutes because he was just having an absolute nightmare. So we tend to do well against Spurs, but I just think like I, I tried to convince myself that Conte was gonna like change his system and like be like oh we're gonna they've not been that good we can get at them but then you're like it's Antonio Conte he's just gonna sit back he's just gonna play the counter-attacking game but like you mentioned if they're missing the son if they're missing Kulisevsky and Richarlison that's a lot of pace there a lot of pace and I think in terms of a counter-attacking game obviously they can still put on like Lucas Moura or Sessegnon which is still pace but in terms of being clinical in the final third I feel like that takes away a lot of their their threat, doesn't it? But it's just one of those that, yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be really difficult. I, I really do. But I, I think, like we said, if the if the the Napoli game is anything to go by, then we just need to take a positive step from that, don't we? And kind of just try and put as much of that into this one as hard as it'll be. Yeah, and <clears throat> with, with even if they have a lot of quality out, they still have quality, like you say. So you know, you can't you can't think, you know, it's good to have that going into a game that they actually are missing, you know, really, really good players that can make it, you know, difference for, for them. Uh, you know, that can help us, but you can't still underestimate anyone because you know they are pros. So we need to go into this game, like you say, like against Napoli. And I, I agree with you, it's a must win because it would have been a totally different thing if we would have won against Nottingham and Leeds as we are supposed to you know normally without being disrespectful that's the wins you should just have if you're going to be at the top then you can go to Spurs away and you know get a draw or even even lose if you like because then you, you you actually you know have the points to you know be able to lose that kind of game and still be at the top so that's always the that was all always something that you you look into when you look at these kind of games. If you win the the games you are supposed to, then it's fine to drop some points here and there against the bigger teams. But at this point, uh, at this stage, and we're looking at the table, this is a must win. We have to go there and actually win. Uh, it will be tough to lose, and you know, going into next game against Southampton when I'm over, and we're going to go into that, even if that's at home, that will have you know put another knife at your throat because. Even if it's Southampton at home, it will be this kind of feeling, I would say, you know, going into that game that the players know, the team know that you, we have to win. And, it, you know, as long as that continue, the more nerve it will get. So, you know, hopefully with the quality players out, we have a better chance that we can actually go in and yeah. put, in, put in a great performance, bouncing off the Napoli game. So that's what I hope for. Yeah, and then just... I could just look at the table. Like we're we're ten points behind Spurs at the minute. Obviously, we've got a game in hand, but there's only two Premier League games left: Spurs and then the Southampton game, like you mentioned. So, yeah, if if we draw, Spurs is still ten points ahead. We give an opportunity for Man United and Newcastle, Chelsea to kind of make that gap 
even bigger than it is. We're currently seven seven points behind United, which is sickening to say this early in the season. But like I said, we just need to take those hopefully those small steps and start to get some points on the board in the Premier League. We have to, we have to, and I think the World Cup will hopefully come at a good time for us where we can just have a pure reset and get yeah. players back and um, yeah, maybe start to turn the screw a little bit uh, better. But Mark in the comments says, what do you think of Bobby getting a new deal? What do you think? Oh, I don't know. You know, that's, that's the thing though. Like it depends on what kind of role and what he's, you know, himself think of it, you know, in the end, because he might be able to go somewhere where he actually plays, you know, every, every game. Uh, where he's a start, you know, starting player, even whatever league that might be. But I would like to keep him as someone who can actually play as a striker or, you know, in the hole behind as a, you know, number 10 or whatever, because he got the qualities and he, he's been there for that long. So he kind of deserved to say, but it's more up to him if he wants to be the one that can come off the bench or start in, you know, some cup games or when we need rotation, because I don't think he would be obviously a starter with, with, Darwin, Salah and Diaz Jota when they are back, he will be, yeah. you know, further back in the packing order. So but I, I would like him to stay because I think he got the quality, he knows the club, he can change a few things and be that clever, creative player. So it's more of a balance, I think. What 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 would he like to do and what can we offer him? That's the thing. I th- I, th- I think he's proved in the past that even when he's not been like if he's been injured and then came back and he's not played, he's never wanted to kick up a fuss and he's always said he's happy. I think it like you said, it's up to him if he wants to stay. Then yeah, I'm not I think it'd be we'd be stupid not to give him a new deal if he's happy to yeah. play be on the bench and come off and have little cameos. Um, exactly. Then it, it only benefits us. Like I think he's he's not quite the same in terms of his his link up play. Because he was just an absolute master at that, and he's he's now turned into more of a. He'll get you a goal. He's still good at the link up play, but he's not. It's not quite as tight as it once was, which um, is a shame. But that just happens with age, unfortunately. He's just he's not quite the same because he was an absolute wizard at it. But yeah, I think we'd be stupid not to keep him around if he wants to, because yeah. as a squad player, he adds loads of value, doesn't he? Yeah, and as long as he's actually happy with what we can offer him in, you know, game time and what kind of role he has, and he's actually happy with it, and say, yeah, you know, we might not be, you know, going somewhere else and and, and become, you know, get to a better place. He might just think, I'm I'm at Liverpool. You know, this is probably the best place to to be in world football because he knows the city, the club. He knows his teammates. He's happy. Like you said, he always said he's happy. So why? not just give him like a two-year extension or whatever on the contract and just say, you know, and this role is what you have. You will play some, you will be on the bench, some you will be irritated, you know, and if he's happy with that, do it. If he says that he wants more game time, then he's he deserved to be able to, you know, go somewhere else. And we'd be like, thank you for all your service. And, you know, we wish you luck in the future because he's, he's he won it all for us. He's done it all. So, you know, I'm I'm just happy if he stays. But if we want to go, that's that's up to him because he might find somewhere we can actually play more more uh, play more games. And you know, he's one of them that you think like, yeah, I respect that. That's fine. But I I would like him to stay to be in a role, like we said, where he can actually come in, change games, and actually, you know, be someone who can rotate for someone else to have a rest or whatever. And I, I really like him because he seems to be a funny guy as well. So yeah, lovely team. Been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the team, but yes, he's been he's been here for seven years, hasn't he? So yeah. he's just part he's part of the furniture now. So he's just one of those that it's always like similar when 
Mane left. You just you don't want it to happen, but it's got to happen. Um, yeah, eventually. But Paul says the book he has is his favourites against Spurs. Liz says I want Fabinho the octopus back, and I think he'll get there soon. Players need to change their game a bit sometimes. Uh, Mark says, not an excuse, but having Fab and his wife just had their first child. I think so. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just, it just feels like loads more than that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It just doesn't seem the same fella. And I don't know if it's kind of off the back of last season or whatever, whatever it is. But I think there's a lot, there's a few players who are not quite the same. But I think his, his drop is kind of like, wow, what's going on? I think it's really noticeable. Um, yeah. Dan's in, nice one, Dan. Uh, says, afternoon, lads. Can see Perisic starting closer to Kane. He can break him behind and has a shot on him. Yeah, he's very he's very dangerous. Uh, Liz says, I would like to keep Bobby, but understand if he wants to go and be a star someone else. And then Dan also says, if we play like we did on Tuesday, we should win. Uh, but with it being away and Spurs playing a different system to Napoli, it's easier said than done. Yeah, it's, um, like we said, it's going to be a difficult one. It is indeed. But I'm just going to get our team up that we played against Napoli um, let's get that banner off so Christian's not trying to look over it, uh, there we go um, so you can see the team that we played against Napoli what changes would you make to that to the for the Spurs game uh, well obviously uh, Milner is out um, yep. so um, it, depend, it depends on um, you know Henderson as well but it's a tough one because it's it's away against Spurs and they like I said they are having you know quality players out it might be a you know time to actually play Elliot to use more creativity with Fabinho and Thiago obviously in midfield as well but it could also be to play Henderson um, I'm I'm not sure there, but you know, obviously Tamika's place, but I think Robert will be back. So I will have the same defensive line because I think Konate, he needs to play because he's got the, you know, he's that big lad uh, next to Virgil. And, you know, that's, uh, they, they, they bring some respect to that defensive line and just, you know, in defensive way as well. They're just brilliant. So I think that's good. Uh, and yeah, I think. Obviously, I want Darwin to play because the impact that he had against Napoli and the way he, like Klopp said, he's always in a position to score, always causing troubles. It would be stupid not to play him in a game where we know that, you know, we need to win and he actually get into those positions. So I, w- I would like him to start up front. Um, then I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, with Curtis Jones, uh, I would put on the bench. Uh, but I, in terms of system, I'm not sure how he's going to play. What do you think yourself? Uh, I think I think the only changes. So we either I think Robbo comes back in. I think Simicast was good against Napoli, but I think Robbo comes back in just to kind of ch- swap and change them. Like we've said, it's good to keep try and keep them fresh. So there's a lot of there's a lot of energy that needs to be in that left back area. So to keep uh, chopping and changing works for us. So I think Robbo comes back in. I think Canate and Van Dijk's nailed on. Um, that be I think it'd be crazy if he changed that because Canate was so good in the Napoli game. Yeah, yeah Trent starts, Allison starts. Um, it's whether if he goes, he either goes, um, Elliot in for Milner and Henderson in for Fabinho, or he just puts um Hendo in for Milner and keeps Fabinho and Thiago in. I think that would be good though because Fabinho after the game against Napoli 
doing a little bit better. I think to start him again, you know, gives him a boost of self confidence, and you know that the, the manager trusts him. It would be, it would be a little bit weird to actually put him on the bench after that performance. Do you know what I mean? Like, so if if we actually have a quite stable midfield with Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago, you know, it's a it's a good working midfield as well, which we might need, even though they you know lack pace with the the players they have out. So for me, that would be not. I wouldn't agree if Fabinho goes out because if you have that good performance, why would you take him out of the team? That would be, I wouldn't agree with that. Would you? Um, yeah, I, I think if he was going to, I think the, I thought the Napoli game might have been the one where we go, right, take Fabinho out, give him a rest. But the fact that we put him straight back in again, Klopp just wants to keep playing him and just be like, right, you're doing the right things now against Napoli. Take that into this game. So yeah, I think, I think Fabinho plays. I think it it's either Henderson in or Elliot in on the right. I think Henderson probably most likely just because it's a way at Spurs and we probably better to have our our skipper in there. But then I can see the shelf for Elliot because he's been he's been so good this season in terms of like creativity and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but let's see what so people are saying in the comments. So Doug's I- gone for. Alisson, Trent, Canate, Van Dijk, Robertson, Fabinho, Thiago, uh, Nunes, Firmino, Elliot, Salah. Also, Doug's gone for a, a 4 2, well, it's 4 2 3 1, isn't it? It looks like that. Um, so, Nunes on the left, Firmino in behind Salah, and then Elliot on the right. Yeah, I mean, he could, he could do that. Um, I just think with the 4 3 3 he went back to against Napoli, and he's used it against City as well. Um, yeah, I, I think you just want to go back to what you know, what he knows have worked before, and actually just get back to and use it and have it, you know, and go from there. Because now we tried a few different systems; it has kind of worked in some games, but you know, at the same time, we know that okay, we can swap uh, formations if we need to, but we need to maybe have the basic one that he feels is his system and have worked, you know forever <laughs> since he actually came in yeah, yeah. in one way so f- for me I-, I see the 4-3-3 we might be surprised but i see it and and the only thing i'm thinking of is who's going to play in the front three like salah darwin Nunes, and who um so i think it would be i th- i think i mean it's difficult isn't it because i think the only problem i like dogs but the only problem i have with that is in terms of bench options, your attacking options are then, what have you got on the bench? Then you've got Carvalho, you've got Jones, you've got Oxlade-Chamberlain, you've got maybe Cater if he's even nearer. If you go for a 4-3-3 and if you go Nunes as the striker, Salah is on the right, and then you, you put Jones back in or you put Carvalho back in, at least you've got Bobby on the bench then that can come on and maybe do something. Or Klopp might just surprise us all and, and go... Nunes on yeah. the bench and yeah. him as an impact sub. It's it is a it's a hard one to call. Yeah, that's the thing with with Louis, with the Diaz out and Jota out. We know that the left hand side is really difficult for us. So that's that might force a change of formation again because it's hard to say you know for Cavalio to go uh, against Spurs away and just go in and have an impact. Same with Jones. Even if he had a better game against Napoli, it's hard you say go in on the left side and actually perform because Diaz yeah. and Jota out. They have another level into the game and they are both gone so that might force to a change of system but I think it will be 4-3-3 and 
you know, we, we could play Firmino up front and actually dive in on the left just to have some pace yeah. and actually, you know, swap a little bit and be able to maybe uh, substitute Firmino after a while for Cavalli or whatever and then put Nunez at, uh, at the top. So it is difficult because we don't have the options that we are used to. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the starting 11 has kind of, you know, being the ones that we used to as well with all the injuries. Uh, but... It might be that Kurt Jones will start because he had a better game and Klopp actually, you know, he, he rates him, uh, you know, as a good player, you know, playing for Liverpool as well. So we'll see. But uh, that's the left the left side in the offensive three is a, a bit of a mystery for me, depending on, how, you know, who's going to play there because they are all young. And yeah, I would love Cavalier to play and actually have a great impact because I really like him. But it's at the same time, I, I respect that he's still young, learning his trade at Liverpool so you might not put him in this kind of game yeah I, I think Nunes is bet is better as a striker because I mean, he, he likes to go out left anyway but I think that's only I think that works better when it's like a natural thing like if there's space over left he can go over there but when he's like yeah. tied to the left a little bit I feel like that's a little bit more I don't know I don't think it's as natural for him I think through the middle like he's just he's just like when we saw him when he came on against Napoli all yeah. of the all of the good stuff happened after that, like getting yellow cards, assists, goals. All the chaos happened when he um, he came on the pitch. So it's just a, it's a it's a it's a big call for him because I think it's a big call for Klopp because it's away from home. Like even like just shown their last two results, we've drawn both of them. Even when we were amazing at footy and battering everyone, we still struggled uh, going away to Spurs. But Mark says Hendo in for Millie and Darwin in for Curtis. So yeah, that's kind of what we're saying, and that that's maybe the yeah the most likely shout. I think um, Liz says what Doug said, and two one to the Reds. Uh, Dan says only changes I make are Robbo in for Costas, Elliot in for Milner, and torn between Bobby and Nunes. Want one on the bench just in case. That's the thing. That's the, that's the only thing about like trying to keep someone on the bench because. Otherwise, like if you if you one nil down and you like, you then you've got to take off a striker and you're bringing on like a Carvalho or something, and you're kind of expecting a lot from them, and they're capable of it. Like Jones and Carvalho are more than capable of creating something, but I think it's a bit a, bit, a big ask, especially away from home, isn't it? Yeah, and and that's the thing, you know. Like I said, the injuries force us to you know not knowing what Klopp's going to do, and I don't think he. Well, he he knows obviously what he thinks, but I think it's a it's always a headache for him with Jota and Diaz out because that's your left hand side players that you know creates a lot that are uh, you know uh, really creative and very painful for the opposition to play against because they are both you know got pace they are got loads of energy and we don't really have that on the left hand side if we don't play. Darwin there because he's got it, but that's the thing. That's a headache for him because he knows that we we don't have the same quality on that side at the moment. We do have great quality on the right side. With if Salah plays there and Trent and Elliot, for example, that's a great you know little triangle on that side. But the left side is not the same with them players out. So he needs to sort that and not and don't make it weak defensively. He needs to know that you know defensively we need to be solid as well. But we also need to have that um, side. Um, you know, good in an offensive way, which is hard when you have the players out, and that's that's where his decision will. You know, we we'll see what happens, but you know, it could be Curtis Jones, or you know, it could be Cavalier. Oh, we actually go with David Nunes on the left side. We, we'll see. Or oh, he's changed his formation. You see, you know that we we don't know. 
It's good. It's good to have options, though, isn't it? Like when we had loads of injuries, we're like, yeah, we know we're starting, but there's no, there's going to be no bench options. So at least we're getting some back now. Uh, Aiden says, Allison, Trent, Canate, Van Dijk, Robbo, Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, Salah, Nunes, Carvalho. So yeah, four three three. Nunes through the middle. Get Bobby on the bench. Now that now that I'm saying that out more out loud, that sounds more more and more likely as I'm as I'm saying it. Either Carvalho and jo- or Jones on that left. Yeah, uh, and then Panofskaus is a nice one for jumping in. Uh, Aiden says yeah, four three three for my team. But yeah, we we don't know. But either way, hopefully Darwin Nunes starts because I think that'll just be just like he's scoring. I mean, just the stats like put up yesterday from Mike Reid, like only five Liverpool players have scored more goals than him in the Premier League era um, in his first 15 appearances, which is just like, considering how Liverpool are at the moment, is an, is an amazing uh, stat. But let's, we've got quite a few score predictions, but Christian, I'm going to come to you first. What, what do you reckon? Uh, it's a it is a tough one, but I I I always try to be positive. But I, I'm thinking with their you know a, a, a quite a few of their you know main players out who actually are a real threat uh, you know against any team. I think we gotta have you know a good chance, and if we can put in a performance like against Napoli, and you know still have the players available as we had then with Canati coming in. And Darwin starts, um, you know, because I think he deserved to start because he had that impact in games and he's always a threat. So why not use that threat straight away? So I think with that kind of power in there and, you know, with Fabinho doing a little bit better, hopefully he comes into this game. I think I think we'll go and win it with 2-1. It will be a tough one, but I think we'll just do it because we also know that we need to go and win. So I'll say 2-1 because that's just a, you know, stomach feeling. Yeah, I, I've been thinking two one. Uh, to be fair, I'd love a two nil. I mean, I take a I take anything. The minute I take one nil, OG. I'm yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, but um, it's just a few comments. Liz says two. She's gone for two one to the Reds. Uh, Dan says two nil win. Hopefully, Salad and Jones with the goals. I'd absolutely love a Curtis Jones goal. You know. Uh, yeah. Paul says two one for us as well, and then Panovskow says two nil to us as well. Clean uh, sheet. I'd love a clean sheet, you know. I love yeah. that, that that Van Dyke gif. I love clean sheets, man. I love clean sheets. <laughs> uh, Chris is in. Nice one, Chris. Uh, which Liverpool t- team turns up? Who knows exactly? And then he says, I'd keep Jones left and bring in Nunes for Bobby who looks knackered. Yeah, I think I think that's most likely, to be fair. I'll keep changing my mind now. I was like, keep, <laughs> keep Bobby up, up there and put Nunes left, but then like yeah, Bob, take Bobby out as a as a last twenty minutes bench bench option, or do you do that with Nunes? I don't know. There's loads of question marks. And then Chris says one one, sadly, which I don't think is going to be. I mean, that was still going to be ten points off Spurs if that happens, unfortunately. So, yeah. it's, I mean, we like we said last two games against them, it's been one one and two two. So it's in terms of probability, that's the most likely, but hopefully we just kind of can turn the screw a little bit in this game and get a bit of energy. Doug says, Spurs 2, Liverpool 4, mad, mad game, I feel. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't take that, but I can take anything after these first um, first couple of months for Liverpool because it's, it's just been mental every game, hasn't it? So I think yeah. I'm getting my body's getting used to it a little bit. Uh, and yeah, Paul says that I can't <laughs> take that score line. My nerves would be smashed. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult one. I think it's 
I'm just hoping that because they're missing certain players, like we mentioned, that Conte doesn't go extra, like park the bus, like he's already parked the bus, but missing Son, Kulisevsky, Richarlison, maybe he'll just go right, flat back 10, flat back 9, Kane up top, just um, see what happens. I don't know, but... It's never, it's never a nice game when you play. Even like Spurs come to Anfield under Conte, like it was just, it just wasn't, just wasn't a good time. Uh, Liz says, "I just want a low blood pressure match." Never, it never will be. <laughs> never, <laughs> never will be. For, you know I mean? And it seems like for a while until Liverpool click properly yeah. into gear. Um, but yeah, just before we go, um, just gonna give this a little shout out. So doing a chat with uh, Dave Critchley, who's. Um, Chef, uh, uh, scout chef, he's in charge of Luban in uh, in town in Liverpool. So I'm just gonna have a chat with him about his career and um, the other word, uh, pod lads took over at Luban, which they saw some of the pictures, it looked hilarious. So I'm gonna have to get his um thoughts on that as well and then talk about the Reds and that so far. Uh, hopefully, we do the business against Spurs and it'll be a lot more, a bit more of a positive chat, uh, rather than just like, oh, Liverpool are shit, why are we shit? the same shit that keeps happening we don't want that but uh, yeah that'll be um, out next week sometime uh, but yeah we'll leave it there anyone uh, everyone nice one for uh, jumping in it's been hopefully I got to everyone's comments I think I did but I appreciate it anyway for you jumping in um, really appreciate it if you're watching live then yeah do like and subscribe if you're watching um, whenever before the game um, tomorrow Saturday whenever whenever you're watching it like and subscribe as well we're getting close to one and a half Okay, which isn't been trying to get there for a while. Um, but now that we're doing pods more often, hopefully that'll help. Um, and yeah, we're on Spotify and audio platforms, Apple Podcast and whatever. So if you're if you're listening via that method, then yeah, do leave us a rating on there because it helps um, helps the old algorithms and all that. I don't I don't know what I don't know what it helps with. I mean, it, it surely helps if you're just listening. Then that helps anyway. So we appreciate you listening anyway. Uh, but yeah, we'll leave it there. Nice one, everyone. A nice one to Christian. And yeah, we'll be back maybe on Sunday after the game, or maybe Monday uh, to try and do a maybe a review on the Reds doing the business. But yeah, nice one, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.